Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Kim Witzek, who's in studio with me today, as we talk with Dr. David Erb, who is a chiropractor and on a mission to spread truth that our bodies are way more powerful than we've been led to believe that we're able to heal no matter what the condition or experience we are in currently, and that sovereignty is not as hard as you think. And he gives us some easy solutions to dive into as we unpack different pathways to becoming free, but ways that five essential things can help us on that path. So tune in to today's show and you will be rejuvenated. with Elizabeth and I'm in studio with guest co-host Kim Witzak and we have the incredible opportunity to speak with Dr. David Erb who is a family chiropractor and he is on a mission of truth and he is joining us from Texas so thank you Dr. David. You're very welcome it's great to be with you guys today. It's awesome to have you here, and I. Um, this is a show that's near and dear to my heart, and I'm excited to have this conversation, um, partly because of my own journey of healing autoimmunity and uh, complex PTSD growing up, and um, how I've taken that and supported others and done a lot of advocacy, and um, I really wanted to have Kim here with us because she, as a guest co-host, because she has some expertise in this area, and I'll let Kim share that briefly. Ah, uh, good morning, and glad to be here and co-hosting with you. But a little background on myself is I like to call myself the accidental advocate, and I got involved in this after the death of my husband from a pharmaceutical product uh, for antidepressant. Without a history of depression, five weeks later, he hung himself. That was 20 years ago, and I have been advocating for stronger drug safety, also FDA reform. I sit on one of the FDA psychopharmacologic drugs advisory committees that reviews new drugs coming to market. And it's interesting, my background and where I still spend my day-to-day time is in advertising and marketing. So I think I have a really interesting perspective, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with with um, Dr. David because I had an opportunity to meet him and his wife, and was blown away. And I, you know, I keep saying part of my job has been highlighting, uh, you know, the problems, but we need solutions. And mm-hmm. when I, you know, when I heard and reading their book. It really is about solution-based, and so I think we're all a good – it's a good partnership, and I'm really excited to be here co-hosting and hearing what David has to share with the world. I couldn't agree more, Kim. And uh, just so our listeners know, uh, David and his wife, Kimberly Erb, um, are both chiropractors, and they have written this book, Breaking Free from Chemical Religion and Finding Your Way Back to Health. So – For those who are watching the video of this, this is the book Kim and I are referencing. And yeah, we were both really inspired by the information that um, and your story that you shared when we had the opportunity to meet you in person. So thank you for being with us in studio. Man, I'm just I'm glad to be here and have an outlet to be able to share again and hopefully encourage some people. And I know watch this and listen to this. Um, probably have kind of had their own awakening journey. That's kind of how they find themselves here. Mm-hmm. But uh, my prayer is that literally just us being together today has the opportunity to sow some seeds that the people listening would literally be people to go wake other people up and give them their path to freedom and sovereignty and all the rest, which is, it's not as hard as people think. Let's, let's start with that. Let, yeah. Maybe you can uh, tell us a little bit about how your journey began. Yeah, so I was on my way to medical school and uh, was working at an emergency room, the busiest emergency room in the United States at the time when I was working there, which is crazy because it was in Muskogee, Oklahoma, <laughs> a little <laughs> tiny place. But I um, I went through this whole, whole um, kind of awakening about where like it was just a t- 
terrible, terrible health care system that I was working in. And all the doctors that I was working with were terribly unhealthy, emotionally, spiritually, like family, relationally, everything. And um, a friend of mine got me into chiropractic school, found myself at chiropractic school, but had the same philosophy that I did when I was working at the emergency room. And there was no, there was no understanding of how to live life successfully and be healthy, even in chiropractic school. And that's when I had my own, my own issue. Like I know that we've talked about it with you guys, but I, my heart literally started dying in my chest. It literally went to 240 beats a minute and it would stop for two seconds at a time and start back up again. And found myself at a cardiologist. Long story short, he said I was going to die any minute with uh, my heart shutting down and said I needed surgery immediately. And I, I mean, I was the all district athlete, went to state record, swim team, football, soccer, everything. And here I am staring down the gun of permanent, you know, possibly disability and drugs the rest of my life. And I just said, no, I couldn't. I, it's like two magnets that wouldn't go together. You know, the wrong <laughs> end. I was like, I just can't, I can't go in for heart surgery. Today. And so I left uh, to the behest guy cursing me that I was going to die because I could die any second. Bad day. And a lot like all of us, we all had, we all had that bad day. Mm-hmm. We all had that bad diagnosis. We all had that, that thing that changed our life. And that was the thing that changed mine. Um, but out of that began the process and the journey of, uh, that it, it actually took that. I'm a very, I'm very hard headed. I'm a very strong willed person and God knows that. And, uh, it took this experience for me to have the, the drive to go look at something else. And, uh, of course, you know, long story short, as I, um, in chiropractic school, my wife and this other doctor who's a couple hours away literally found the problem in my neck and upper back. Um, and who would have thought that a spine without any symptoms in a very strong, capable, physical, um, younger person, that a spine without symptoms would cause the heart to shut down, but it was what it was. And it, it, it took something more than the rack and crack of manipulation that we have now created through, um, modern chiropractic, which is more manipulation than it is health and journey and all the rest. But literally somebody looking at my spine for the problem and then specific to me, not just, you know, cracker back, you know, craziness, like literally specific to me, corrected my spine, which corrected the pressure on the nerve that are that literally within two weeks reversed it. I've never had an issue since. And now, you know, 40,000 people, at least in our offices later in 27 years, you know, now my whole life literally the joy of my life is seeing people who are unfortunately a lot of times because there is health issues and really serious things and deaths and things like this. It drives people to begin that journey. And then they come in and they get this amazing wake up call that says, Hey, maybe everything that I learned wasn't necessarily exactly what I thought it was. And as a result of learning this, if this is true, if I could apply this and and when I say this, I'm talking about, uh, an awakening in what nutrition means to your body and healing and what your emotions mean to your body and healing and what you know, frequencies and your nervous system and all these different things and toxicity and all these things, exercise. But when you get an awakening of how, of how powerful it is, getting an awakening of is I'm way more powerful than what I've been told. Mm-hmm. I, I have way more healing capacity. I've got way more regenerative capacity in me and like I said, the joy of my life now is watching people actually start to believe that and walk it out. And that's when you start seeing phase four cancer goes away, it goes away. And then, you know, we've never seen a kid with asthma, so have asthma, allergies and digestive issues and the infertility and, you know, uh, hearts that supposedly have to be, I had a guy that was supposed to have a valve replacement and a pacemaker put in and all this stuff. And a week later, everything's gone and he's doing great. But, but it all begins with this. Mm-hmm. The only way that I can keep a prisoner is if I keep a prisoner here first. Mm. That's it. And, and for, know, those, who, the show and today, for yeah. those who might be listening, he's pointing to his mind. Oh, yes. Um, I, I forget that <laughs> we're not all of us online. But yeah, so it's, it's all starting with the mind. And so, you know, it's like we talked about before we started, you know, in um, an abusive relationship. The current healthcare system, as I see it, and I listen, and I don't say this to dishonor people or doctors um, or people in the system, but the system itself is like an abusive relationship that creates fear and fear of leaving, fear that you wouldn't have what you needed, fear of the cause of lack, 
fear of something bad happening if you left. So you stay with that person or that system, which is the healthcare system you currently have. And you do out of fear what that system says to do. So you get the mammograms, even though they cause 1.9% increase in chance of cancer in each breast every time you do it. Um, you get the flu shots, which Hugh Fundenberg, most, um, the most quoted immunologist on planet Earth, says if you get five consecutive flu shots, you're 10 times more likely to have Alzheimer's. We still get uh, blood pressure checks. We still get cholesterol checked and get on drugs for that, even though it's absolutely reversed. The, the higher your LDL, the longer, um, the, all of the, the stats and all these things, they're, they're now put in place by a system and sincere and loving people who may go to your church and serve and love people and love their kids. And you see people who are so loving and so sincere in the system and you want to believe in the system. But that's, that's where the, that's where the real rug is pulled out of everybody's un, underneath your feet is because it's sincere, loving people in a system, except for the fact the system is so broken. The system is so, um, is so abusive that they literally create destruction and death and suffering. And then when they, the system create it, then they have the audacity to sell us the fact that it happened as a result of our age, our genetics, because it's our fault. It's always our fault or just bad luck. And that's, that's where I come in because I have this, this vein of justice that is totally unjust. That is, that is horribly unjust. And the world needs to, have somebody to come and, and save them out of this abusive relationship. And I believe, you know, where Kimberly, my doctor, Dr. Kimberly, my wife and I really excel is the application of essentials that we teach in our offices and the unlocking of this um, abusive relationship by showing the abuse and showing the reality, the truth, and letting people walk that path to freedom on their own. Absolutely. Oh, I was going to say it's interesting that you call it, both of you call it like an abusive system. And I've seen it be more from the eyes of a marketer, right? So I've seen it as this is a, it's a, the system is a business and we are customers and we, you know, the system creates the cradle to grave strategy. Mm-hmm. And then when something does happen to you, it's like the perfect like cover up in a way because you're able to say, oh, it's you. Like even with like the whole antidepressant issue that, you know, I got involved in, it became like, oh, well, of course they were going to kill themselves. They were depressed. You know, it's always blaming the person but never looking at the system and the system that's really about keeping, you know, you in the symptoms as opposed to true healing. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee, you know, I, and I appreciate you saying at the start, David, when you came in and said, you know, I'm not saying doctors, you know, because I, I think that people actually go into this because they want to help heal people. But then the system takes over. So I really, um, you know, and I'd love to hear more about, you know, the work you guys do, because you're about healing. And, and I love... And then I'll make one other comment um, where you said there, you know, whether it's your head or I like to say it was a deep knowing for me when I look back at when something happens to you and you go into an investigative mode. There's a deep knowing that if you can learn to tap into and that knowing is what you kind of described or I I take it as you described it as healing. Mm -hmm. And you knew that your body was able. Imagine you would have gone down that heart you know, a massive heart surgery versus the path that you went down because you had a knowing, an intuitive knowing that you trusted and you needed to go investigate. So um, that's my comment after listening to what <laughs> what you had to say. And I think something that you also are highlighting that I think is important important for our listeners to understand is that there is a myth of aging in our society that is being challenged. It's a false belief. Thomas Hanna, who's the father of somatics, neuromuscular reeducation, said, as we live in our bodies, body, mind, spirit, somas, we should be able to become more masterful, not less. And we've been sold a false belief that we get less masterful. And so my curiosity when I'm working with people or 
talking with colleagues here is how do we support people stepping into that sovereignty, that that message that you gave right at the outset of like, we are more powerful than we've been led to believe. Well, I, I want to get to some solutions today too, if we can, but I, I want to encourage a little bit here on that same thing before we get into it. It's like, um, uh, for you guys that are watching, I cut those three fingers off last year and you guys that can't see the, the last three fingers on my right hand and I'm a chiropractor got cut off under a boat uh, when I was out surfing last summer and through, you know, I needed a medical doctor. So here I am in the mouth of the lion and I had to have them throw it back on and put pins in and all the rest. And I should never have even kept them uh, or got use back. But if you can see, I don't even have any numbness in that hand and I'm back to working out and doing all the rest. So the ability your body has to regenerate and heal is way more than you think. And I want to speak to aging just for a second. Encouragement. Um, my mom and for you guys that have tried listening, tried to give your parent health advice. <laughs> it's like, a joke. like they just hardly ever. Uh, and so I want to encourage you to keep doing it. But my mom actually called me and wanted health advice, and of course I asked who it was because I didn't think it was her. But I, um, I literally gave her health advice like I give patients, and she took it. And uh, my mom at sixty-eight years old, this is back um, what or twelve years ago, was completely. She done everything. She'd been taking the Tylenol. She'd been eating, you know, the processed foods and additives and all that, all the inflammation, going for her yearlies, getting for her flu shots, all the rest. And it destroyed her body. And she was living in the paradigm of this is what aging looks like. My her, her knee was completely shot. The X-ray showed degeneration, no meniscus. Had to have a knee replacement. Her arthritis, inflammation, systemically was so bad she couldn't hold a coffee cup. And now she's calling me now after all of this. This is just much much like patients in her office. And I'm sure she'd be really committed, and she was. And just to give you guys encouragement, you guys that are watching and listening today, my mom began this process, and she did it out of frustration and uh, basically being the end of her road, which happens a lot of times when people get can cancer diagnoses or whatever. But she reached that point, and she did 100% of what I said. She changed her diet. She got away from inflammatory seed oils. She started getting adjusted. She cracked her spine. She did all these things, and literally, and she reversed all of her inflammation. She reversed all of her arthritis, no pain at all. Her knee was getting better and better and better until it actually reversed, too. She had no knee pain. Then she started walking for health, and then she started running for health. Uh, there's a lady who couldn't really walk. Now she's running. She's doing 5Ks for fun. And then when um, three years ago, when COVID hit, she didn't want to get stuck in a house, and nobody was out. So she decided that she was going to do a 5K every single day. Amazing. Until it was over. So my mom is, my mom is at over 1300. I think it's somewhere around there. Five K's every single day, snow, sleep, hot, raining, wow. uh, every single day for, since COVID started in, in March of 2020. Um, and during that time, she's also done like six full marathons and 12 half marathons. And she drove five hours one way to come get treatment at our offices uh, to bolster her ability to heal and regenerate just to drive back the next day so she could do a 26.2 mile marathon the day before her 80th birthday. And so everybody that's Amazing. listening, everybody, I don't care what you've been diagnosed with. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care what phase it is. Your body, if you're still living today, if you can still breathe, if a cut would heal on your arm, if you cut it, you still, it's evidence that your body still heals. It still regenerates and you can, you can build on that. And so uh, if my mom can do it, if patients can do it, then guess what? All of us can do it. So um, uh, I, I love breaking people free from the aging paradigm. And that story of my mom is an easy way to start doing people questioning the paradigm they believe in. Oh, I love I'm so glad that you brought that up because I told Elizabeth that that was one of the things after hearing you live talk about your mother, because my parents are aging and I hear a lot of the same things. And, I'm, and it was the inspiration. But it also reminded me of... Your mom, you know, we can have people talking at you, talking at you, but it's not until you actually are, um, until you've reached your own kind of, I mean, I think it really, like your mom came to you finally because she didn't know where else to go because whatever she had been doing wasn't working. And so I think that's a good reminder too, is that, you know, sometimes we hit our rock bottom 
and it kind of starts there, right? The curiosity and seeking out, seeking out help. But it's super inspirational. Yeah, and just, just, just when it comes to like parents and friends, for that matter, you know, COVID <laughs> has separated more people in the history of the world, literally. And I say that with all, like, like my heart is like torn. I don't want to cry about it. But you Same. only get the opportunity to speak into someone's life if that door in relationship is open. And so, so often, especially through COVID, we want to close off these relationships because, hey, they're never, I've already told them, they're never going to listen. Um, you know, what use is it? In fact, many people aren't even getting together for the holidays. Uh, this basically this year, after all of this division, 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 because people were just like, I'm just relationally tired. And you know what? I don't want to be around them. They don't believe what I believe. That's okay. We live in America. They can believe what they want. But in, if you cut, if you close the door to the relationship, then like my mom, my mom wouldn't have come to me. And because she did come to me, uh, it gave me the opportunity to now have a relationship in a different way with my mom. And now this victory that the whole world gets to see, like, like runner's magazine is, is driving out into the middle of the boondocks where my parents live and doing stories on her, <laughs> her running. And, uh, this was not person. I'm telling you. So anyway, I just, I want to give a little bit of a call out and to, to everybody leave the relational door open and maintain relationship and love with people. Otherwise you don't have a chance to actually speak life into it. That is a beautiful invitation mm-hmm. for everyone, because I, I know that in the last few years, especially the more we're divided, the easier we are to control, the more we're unified, the easier it is to transform what is not true into love and truth. So Yes. Um, So, uh, David, if you don't mind sharing just a little bit with our listeners who, you know, may be wondering, well, how could I find him? Like, how could I learn more about his clinic? Um, Or so we're we're in North Dallas uh, and people can come to North Dallas. We're here. Uh, we're also part of Max Living, and, and our office is a little bit different. We do some some other things in our office, like hyperbaric oxygen thermography and infrared sauna and all these things and advanced testing. But there's Max Living Clinic. Over the United States, we have about 300 clinics in 39 states. And so if they go to maxliving.com, uh, they can go to find a doctor and literally put their um, zip code in, and they can find them near. If there is one, they can find one near it. Uh, we do have people fly into Dallas, uh, literally from all over the world, Africa, Europe, uh, Canada, uh, Mexico, that fly into our offices here in North Dallas to get intensive. So one to two weeks of uh, intensive work. Uh, but they can also just follow along and encourage. We are on Rumble. And it's Herb, E-R-B, like Herb without the H, Herb Family Wellness. Uh, on Rumble, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, um, Twitter, like there's, we're on just about everything. So they can find us. We do videos, uh, every week. Uh, we do, um, monthly workshops, uh, that, that, that show up within the same day, uh, the workshop, um, four times a year, we do a four hour event called a makeover where we actually go through, I did was on cancer, which is a really great one. That's up on rumble too. If you want to watch that one. So that's probably the best thing. Also, if people need like consults and like advanced testing, even if they can't get to our offices, uh, we do, it's almost like a, a teledoc thing. And I want to say telemedicine because it's not medicine, but uh, we also do um, telehealth uh, through some of the advanced testings and stuff we do with families that are outside the country. That's amazing. And we'll put all those resources uh, in the description of this episode too, for those listening who want to check it out. We're going to continue our conversation with Dr. David Herb and Kim Witzek with Exploring Sovereignty when we return after this break. At some point, we've probably all felt a little stuck in a rut when it comes to our health, whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to help you transform so you can manifest your optimal life. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Come to Beyond Chiropractic in Oakdale and discover the answers your health deserves. Book an appointment today at beyondchiropractic.com. 
Plushcare.com. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. We are dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. We inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. Learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com, schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports the self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Kim Witzak, and we're in studio with Dr. David Erb, who's joining us from Texas. And we've been talking a lot about how to kind of get curious and unearth previous beliefs we may have held in the medical system or we may have held about our own ability to heal. And let's dive into some of the solutions because there are some like within our grasp, easy things that people can start to do to start to feel better, Mm -hmm. to tap into that self-healing regenerative power that's within every single sentient being on the planet. Yep. Awesome. Well, let me just jump right because this is my wheelhouse. I love this. Awesome. Like, this is where I get excited. This is like, this is like a four-year-old at Christmas time. <laughs> Let's go. And so, um, so for me, I just always start with the, the blame on the fact that I'm a chiropractor, but I always start with the nervous system first. So I tell people, it's like Christopher Reeves. He fell off the horse, broke his neck, but everybody thought it, was, thought it was a broke neck. It was actually, he had a hairline fracture of the first vertebra, but the injury was that it moved it and it moved it half the width of your tiniest pinky. Like it's not very much movement. And in doing so, he lived for nine years, but he's paralyzed. I get it. But he lived for nine years. And guess what was happening to every single organ in his body until the day he died? They were all up. They were all shutting down. And it's a perfect example. This um, this um, Susan Groa, who is his neuro uh, specialist, said he didn't injure any of the organs on the fall. But because of a disconnect to the nerve system, all of those organs were failing. And there's a dozen different Nobel Prizes, uh, Irvin Kaur, Myron Beale, Charles Sherrington, all these th- different people, they said the moment your spine is out of alignment, even without symptoms, it begins to cause dysfunction in your body's ability to regenerate itself, heal itself, and see needs that it has and meet those needs. And they call that somatovisceral disease. And so um, I come in, and again, I found myself in a weird place recently um, because I'm so 
adamant about the power of your body's ability to heal. And I, some people come to me and say, well, I tried chiropractic and it didn't work. And now I have to like, I'm almost this adversarial role, but I'm trying to lead with love and understanding are now taught to not do x-rays and manipulate instead of an adjust. And so what I'm saying there is um, everybody listening today, you should go have somebody analyze your spine to see if it's in a correct position that is not interfering with the master system to control and heal itself. That's the first thing. Second thing is you need to have somebody put a plan together for whatever areas your spine aren't so that they can correct that, not just manipulate it. And there is a huge difference. Manipulation has to do with cracking sounds and motion. And an adjustment works with the power the body is already using trying to heal itself and adjust itself. And it works with that so that it removes interference so the body can heal. And it sounds like it's almost the same thing, and it's not. Had a, a kid having 18 uh, grand mal seizures a day come in and, and four seizure drugs. 18 grand mal seizures a day. And literally all it was was a tiny movement of his atlas. And we adjust full spine, but it was for him. It was exactly that. And literally as soon as you actually corrected that, he has it. it was actually Dr. Kimberly that adjusted it. Literally not one seizure since. And it's been years now. And now he's off of all the drugs. He's a normal kid. But for everybody listening, you have to start with that. Because I could have given Christopher Reeves 4,000 pounds of organic broccoli, but the guy's never getting out of that chair. And it's the same thing. Most of you guys online, if you're struggling with your health, you've tried some things possibly already. You try, you say, well, I tried the diet. It didn't reverse my diabetes. I tried exercise. It didn't do this. But if the foundational system that allows you to utilize nutrition or adapt to exercise healthily if it's not great, then you will spin your wheels. And so many of us have spun our wheels in the mud, so to speak, with our health. And when we were trying to do things, we just didn't know that the foundational system was affected. And you have to lose 40% function before you will ever have a symptom. And most of the time, it's not a symptom of the spine. It's a symptom of a somatovisceral response, like a heart issue or acid reflux or things like this. And that's when people actually go to medicine and they do something else. And so first and foremost, when it comes to solutions, we want to start with the nervous system, we want to start with the spine and then move on from there. Oh, it's, it's great. I know I personally do that. And a lot of times I'll go into, and I, I always call him the Dr. Cracker. He always laughs at me when I say it because he's not, he doesn't do that. It's all about, you know, it's all it's about, about the, the neurological. The yeah. But I go in and I'll be like, oh, it's a symptom. And it's because I've now known, I mean, and he always says it's not coming from your, um, it's not where you're experiencing it. It's mm-hmm. up here in whatever vertebrae at my neck. And then it throws mm-hmm. off, you know, throw off my diaphragm. And then it throws off my breathing, my sleeping. And so I've started to realize that the power of our spine and how it's a system, our bodies are systems the way that we were created. So I think that's such a great um, advice because it's not about just, you know, and I appreciate you saying that, like, it's not just go and once you've tried it. It's it's almost like I've started to see it for myself. Um, It's a uh, you know, like you, we go and we do, um, we go to the car and we go to the shops to, you know, to take it. We, we take better care of our oil changes, et cetera, than our bodies. Oh, and so um, thank you for, you know, just that simple first starting place, because that is the foundation. Yeah. If the nervous system isn't in the balance, yeah, we have- then you can't actually get all the benefit of all the other things you're doing to support. Like that nervous system is such an important yeah. baseline. It is. And it, it gives the body the ability to adapt. So when I eat healthy, then I can adapt to the health that I'm eating and utilize all the nutrients and phytonutrients and the energy signatures and stuff that are in the food. And thus my body actually begins to thrive because it can use it. Same thing with, with um, exercise. I'm going to hit just a couple of little things. I, in yeah, fact, go. for you guys that are listening, uh, wherever you're listening from, whatever else, I'm going to give you solutions and some of this is going to be rudimentary and it's going to be like, um, it's just stuff that we've forgotten. It's it's like, um, it's like a trucker. I'm going to use an analogy. A trucker leaves with like a logs or something on the back of a huge semi semi and they'll go like five, 10 miles down the road and they'll literally stop and they'll actually tie the load down harder because as they've gone down on their journey a little bit, the basics have kind of gotten a little bit loose. And what I find is so many times, so many people go, yeah, 
I know how powerful exercise is. And then I ask them how often they're exercising and they're not. So we just start with some foundations, some of the five essentials. So when it comes to exercise, it's an essential. It's not like a maybe. Like you have to be moving your body. Otherwise, it will it will die. It will break down. Joints maintain themselves in health by moving. If you're not moving, you are developing arthritis because of lack of movement. Um, when we work out, it shouldn't just be like, light walking, although just walking 30 minutes a day decreases, um, breast cancer, 63%, um, colon cancer, 48%. Like I could go diabetes and obesity, 85%. Just walking is great. So just walk, but you could take it one step higher than that. And you could literally just lift some kind of heavy things that makes you strain on it like this. And the strain is like, when you take, see somebody that ties balloons at a fair or something, what do they do with the balloon first? They do this and they stretch it so they can blow it up. If you, if you try to blow a balloon up, that's not stretched. It's very hard. And what happens is what we know about exercising and movement is it actually flexes and stretches the vessels and capillary beds, the things that bring and take back blood in the body. So that it actually keeps a flexibility of those vessels so that we don't have high blood pressure or cardiovascular disease. And so a lot of this stuff is fairly simple, but we, we, um, we run lives that are so integrated into our phones that we sit down like this and we use all of our time to actually look at what they want us to look like, whoever they is, to think about what they want us to think about, whoever they is, and not do the things that actually bring life and health. So exercise should be daily. I mean, at some point in time, we say I have days off, so I work out every single day, and my days off are something lighter. It's walking or whatever else. So if you guys are looking for solutions, start there first. Second thing is nutrition. Mercola had a great thing that came out today. He was talking about uh, Adele Davis from the 50s, and she just says, Get away from processed foods and eat live stuff. And it's as simple as that. Now, she wasn't right on everything. I, I'll, I'll agree. But that's it's pretty simple. If you stay away from processed chemicals and 27-letter you know, additives and things like this, and you stay into foods that bring life, living foods, then guess what? Your body does great. Now, we can argue into like ketogenic and fasting versus not fasting or bioenergetic idea, which is more of the Ayurveda stuff, which I'm just now getting into now. It's like, <laughs> we can argue about those things, but I think we can all agree on one thing. We all can agree that if you eat living stuff, eat life, it gives life. If you eat dead stuff with chemicalized, chemical death, it leads to death. So <laughs> the problem with it is we are now living in a society that loves comfort we love um, easy and we love convenient and convenience has led to killing stuff in microwaves. It's leading to fast food. It's led to the way that we cook things fast on uh, easy surfaces that are nonstick that leach 12 different chemicals into our foods that cause cancer. It leads to uh, just convenience and convenience, convenience at some point in time, everybody listening is going to have to pick health over convenience. And I know that it seems like, like you don't have to make, that decision, but their thing is better health through better science. Mm-hmm. We just got to go back to the way designed. We have to know that when it comes to nutrition, we got to get back to just life and simple. Those are the first two. Agreed. And I mean, it reminds me of um, one of my Ayurvedic teachers says, she lives in India and she says, I don't have a, I have a PhD in common sense. You know, like, (laughs) like get back to like rising with the sun, setting with the sun, movement, you know, all these things that are essentials. Yeah. Okay. So we got, we got, that is so good. Right. We got the nervous system. We got movement. We got eat living things. I mean, those three things, those three pillars right there are transformative. We yeah. got a well, couple there's more. Two more. There's two more. What are they? They're more. Of, they're more of the hard ones. So, first one is minimizing toxins, which also speaks to the convenience thing again too. Like it may be easier to clean stuff with stuff that just eats anything, but it also every single time has carcinogens in it that destroy mm-hmm. hormones, destroys your body's ability to heal, shuts down pathways, makes your kids sick, increases allergies and asthmas and digestive issues. All of it. So we have to get away from a life that thinks we can have better uh, life through better chemistry in our homes and on our beings. 
And the average person doesn't leave the house 162 different, different chemicals that didn't even exist 100 years ago, slathered on them or in them before they leave. And we can't expect that we're going to live life healthy like that. So we have okay. to get to a more natural life, which means you can go ahead. We got to pause there for a hot, hot second. Sorry to interrupt your flow. But um the you I like know it. I I think I think the listeners also need to realize that one of our largest organs our is our skin and what we put on it is something that also needs to be digested mm-hmm. and metabolized and so like mm-hmm. getting back to the basics of like living ingredients that <laughs> should be going on our skin instead of ones that have like yeah. you know twenty ingredients in them that you can't even name and so they anyway smell good. <laughs> Well, so we also do live blood analysis in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've spent the last almost three years and now hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of people that I've looked at. And when you actually do dry blood analysis mm-hmm. and actually see the outer ring and you can actually lymphatics and you can actually look at how healthy the skin is. And when I see that and it looks horrible, it's usually a woman who every single morning, like clockwork, she slathers herself up because she doesn't want to have dry skin. And if you look at the ingredients in the average lotion, it's like signature at the bottom. Yes, I want to have cancer. Yes, I'd like to have hormone issues. Yes, I'd like to have all the, the disease that goes so, with it. And, and you can see it on their blood. Like it's so obvious. Right, which is uh, – I love that you bring that forward because it's just a simple solution to that, right? And in Ayurveda, most things, it depends. It depends on your balance. It depends on your constitution, right? Yeah. But you can use organic coconut oil, organic sesame oil, um, just to name a few. Like coconut oil, if you tend to be overheated and you have a lot of inflammation, that's going to be cooling because opposites balance. And sesame oil is yeah. tridoshic, meaning that it's good for everyone's constitution. Um, and, you know, then there's ways to put different herbs in those oils that can support people coming into balance. Oh, so good. And we it, have people making that and giving that to over Christmas gifts. Right. And totally. And, and the beautiful thing about using oil, if you can put it on and let it digest in your skin for a few minutes is that it will detoxify um, as well as nourish. Mm-hmm. So it's a both and, and then when you get in the shower, you don't have to use the soaps that have 85,000 ingredients because you just rinse off. <laughs> okay. Four ingredients. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. Well, the other thing too, is not to get too far into it, but every oil has an energy signature. And so you, that's why when you start getting into the benefits of the oils, you have all these different energy signatures, et cetera, et cetera, which is, I could get, I could do. A whole and thing and you can that. name anyway. other, there's tons of other oils to use. So, I mean, like feel free, yeah, but use a good, sure, sure. a good organic, like, natural. Or, yes. Yeah. Support your yeah. largest organ. But there. Um, perfumes and, yes. Perfumes and soaps and mm-hmm. cleaners and shampoos and makeups for ladies and um, air fresheners and all these different things. If we just, kind of clear the air literally in your house. Uh, it's amazing how health starts to return a bit uh, just from that alone. So that's that's the fourth one. And the last one's more arbitrary. And this one's hard. This one, it's not hard. Everything's easy in this presence. But this one has a tendency to be uh, more esoteric and harder to put a hold on. Like I, I, if I go to your house, I can go, oh, no, that deodorant's causing hormone issues right there. And I, we, can, we can change it. We can swap it out. The next one is on the mind. So the, the mindset is one of the essentials that is, for me, what I believe has been kind of the most elusive one to work with people on. And I believe that I've put my finger on it. And I don't I don't profess that I have a full understanding of how to really do this well just yet. But I believe the fifth essential being maximized mind has to do with one subject matter. And it has to do with that one right there, hope. Hope is a positive expectation for the future. And if it's a, if it's an expectation, like an ex, like a, a kid at Christmas who wakes up and he's excited, he doesn't know what he's going to get for Christmas. He doesn't even already know what day it is. He just knows today is exciting and I can't go, I can't wait. It's that, it's that moment before you walk down the hallway as a kid to the Christmas tree. It's that mm-hmm. expectation of good inside of you like this. That's hope. Um, if, if hope is a positive expectation for the future, then you would think that the opposite of hope would be a negative expectation for the future but that's dread and dread is not, uh, you know, we can work with dread where the devil really wants not to get too preachy here, but where, where powers that be or the they's or whatever else like to keep most people where it is that I would think most people listening or the families of people listening right now are trapped is in the opposite of hope, which is despair. 
And despair is not a negative, um, or alone a negative expectation for the future. What despair is, is a situation and a condition where you don't believe there's anything you can do to change your current outcome and the future ahead. That is a dangerous place because if you ever get to a full blown one, like a full diagnosis of despair, then you won't do anything for yourself because it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm too genetically defined with all these diseases. Like that's why I hate BRAC analysis, which by the way, is an absolute lie on everybody. Do not ever believe a BRAC analysis for breast cancer, but like BRAC analysis or genetics or things like this, where they actually teach you that you are predestined by your genetics to be sick. That destroys your body's, your mind's ability to believe for the best. And anything that would come against that, if anybody's listening right now, I don't know if it's in the pastor in me or this, the doctor of all these years, if anything comes against your ability to believe that you could heal, that you can prosper, that you can be victorious in the situation that you're in, that's not what you're supposed to be believing in. And if you're living right now, you can change it. Just like my mom did, just like I did, just like both of you, Kim and, and Elizabeth, both of you uh, have, have gone through this. And so I believe that uh, fostering hope and not a false hope, because what's the Bible say about false hope? Hope, uh, hope fulfilled is a tree of life. It keeps giving to us so that we always have something. But hope deferred, put off, seems fake. It's in the future and we never receive it. it makes a heart. So it also says, protect your heart with all diligence because out of that comes every issue of life. And so mm-hmm. we have to protect our ability to hope. And what we hope with is our heart. And so how do you foster hope? How do you how do you increase your ability to hope? Well, it's pretty simple. You actually start um, eliminating things that stir you up emotionally negative, which is like CNN and even Fox News. And uh, everything is to, to spin you <laughs> up to get you an anger and, and device they and them. And we believe this and they believe that. And mm-hmm. like it's to, to eliminate that is to start eliminating like fast food. And to foster hope, to put yourself into situations and in relationship with people who just believe the best. Um, I don't believe in eliminating everybody in your life that is struggling mentally for hope and those things, because I think that we're called to bring our hope into situations and be infective, infect, infectious with it. However, what I do believe is we are supposed to foster our own relationships so that we are we are constantly looking for and surrounding ourselves with people who have hope and in in, in small instances much better hope than we have for our own life. Mm-hmm. I was recently put into this group with uh, uh, business people who are either billionaires or almost billionaires, and I'm certainly not. And to see visions and hope that they have in them for business strategies and different things with employees is amazing. It's such a level so far beyond me that I'm, I'm having to stretch my expectations for my life and what we can accomplish while we're here on this earth. And so I think that is one way we do it. And, and again, not to, to be preachy, but blame it on the fact that I was a pastor for three and a half years. I believe that Jesus Christ and the ability to look through God's word because it always leads, even though it shows, it shows horrible things and crazy things and all the rest it actually, the, if you just boil it all down, it's the fact that God is good. He was the best for us. Mm-hmm. If you start there every single day with gratitude and thankfulness, it changes who you are. It changes what you expect. It changes who comes into your life, like meeting the two of you and being able to be on the show today. It's awesome. I'm so proud of it. And so to run through that list again real quick, and you guys can expound, is that we start with the nervous system first and all the rest of them in almost any order, depending on what your most needs are. Uh, but I started with exercise, so making sure that's a daily activity. Uh, it's kind of like uh, brushing your teeth. Your mom used to say, only brush the teeth you want to keep. Well, only move the joints <laughs> that you want to keep. And then uh, and, uh, I did a great uh, talk called um, Inflammation that's on Rumble. If you go to Earth Family Wellness and Rumble, you can find it there. And it talks about making sure your joints are healthy for a lifetime. But like, exercise is a big one. Um, from there, we hit nutrition, eating live stuff. Uh, it's so simple to say it, but it's so difficult sometimes in our in our go go go, go lifestyle to not turn and to turn towards healthy. And so, living nutrition and things that bring life to the body instead of chemicals. That was that one. Then uh, the next one was um, exercise, nutrition. Uh, what did we hit Eat next? Living things, uh, minimize detox, toxins, right? minimize toxins, detox, minimize toxins, minimizing toxins. So just more natural moving towards things that are not chemicalized, actually doing uh, do it yourself stuff at home, making your deodorant at home, making your toast, 
toothpaste at home, uh, making cleans and stuff at home, like using stuff like apple cider vinegar for almost a million things and uh, thieves oil and things like this. Anyway, so yeah. easy stuff, eliminating toxicity. Um, and then last but not least is a mindset and developing a I can do it attitude. And I'll finish with this. If you put your hand up, and if you guys that are not able to see because we're on a radio show, if you put your hand up in front of you like you're asking somebody to stop, and I was with you, and I put my palm up against your palm, and I didn't tell you what I was doing, and then I pushed on your palm, instinctively, you push what? Back. You push back mm-hmm. without even knowing. And our minds are the same way. So if I tell you, you have to eat this way, I, you have to work out, as soon as I push you, to say you have to do something, there's something intrinsic in our minds and our brains that actually push back. If I if I feel like I have to do something, instantaneously I don't want to do it. So we have to change that mindset to I want to get to love to choose to eat, exercise, get adjusted as a lifestyle, uh, work on my hope and mindset, minimize my toxins, all of these things. I get to love to choose to get to because I've now become this awakened person that I don't have to live in tyranny. My children don't either. My neighbors don't. My pastor doesn't. My People that I live around and, and uh, have a relationship with don't have to because the better I do for myself, the more I hope I bring to other people. And as my life is successful, I infect other people with wanting to live a successful life too. I'm like, wow. Woo! I'm just going to say whenever I hear truth, I get energy that like just goes from my shoulder all the way down my um, my body and literally – you are amazing. Thank yeah. you. Thank like, you for being here. Yeah. And thank you, Kim, for joining us. And I want to just say you were right. Sovereignty is not as hard as you think. <laughs> nope. This amazing. is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest, Kim, guest co-host Kim Witzek. And we had the delight of talking with Dr. David Erb. And we look forward to more conversation with you in the near future. Take care. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. God bless you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you.